Hello and welcome to the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got a lot of stuff to cover for you today. Um, we also uh, are going to be positive as possible because so much good stuff has happened the past week that we've been gone. And then we also have um, uh, a lot of stuff to look forward to because even though things are starting to semi-shut down, things look like people are kind of uh, saying, no, we're going to keep going. So here we go. Um, make sure you go to our website or our links are at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. Um, and that way we can um, have some fun with you and you can see all of our stuff we have there. So uh, again, it's linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. Uh, first thing we have on our agenda was a big announcement. Uh, Valve has announced they're going to have a stream deck for $400. Now, this is going to be basically a more advanced PSP, basically, that you will be able to cross-platform play anything you have on your PC as well uh, onto your uh, this little console with Steam. So, um, basically, it's, it's kind of weird because it's, it's Steam, but it's also... Uh, it's kind of weird. It's Steam, but it's also a stream deck so that was the one um it was kind of weird when they brought it out because i was like is it a steam deck a stream deck i thought it would call it a steam deck because you know it's it's steam that'd be kind of cool if they called it a steam deck you know things can change um i did think about pre-ordering it but i was like no nah, i got my my uh my switch i'm cool with that for now um but what was really cool about it was Everyone was like, are you guys, like, they had the most savage comebacks. Like, I don't know if you know about this, Tim, but the Switches, I've had to replace the controllers one time because they have a thing called Joy-Con Drift, where basically the joysticks, eventually they they get out of whack, and usually it's the right one, I believe, because you're more dominant one, and it'll uh, start it'll start wandering over to the left. Start, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's like with, I mean, anything like PlayStation controller, or Xbox, or play a shooting game, they right. kind of start. Yep. Right. But people are like, you guys need to have a solve, a solve for this. Because trust me, the first time I did it to my PlayStation controller, I had the thing for like six years. It wasn't yeah. like, and, oh, I yeah. beat, and I beat it up. This right here, because it's made to be wireless, things like that, they need to have a better fix for it. Well, Valve was like, we take too much pride and we like our customers too much to do that to them. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the most savage response I've heard. So right. they they were almost like doing stuff to boost it. Um, I did hear there was a lot of problems with pre-orders. So basically, people are going to be getting them later than they planned. There's just a lot of things going on with it. Um, but I, I I'm excited for it, and um, you know, hopefully, I can get my hands on one to play with it at least because it, it sounds like it'd be the coolest. It'd be the coolest thing ever because. You know, there's certain games that I play on the PC that I think I would more play more often if I had it on the handheld version. Yep, uh, exactly. And I'm kind of just looking at it right now. I saw on the um, Facebook page, I think you shared it or whoever shared it. Um, and I just saw, you know, a little picture on it. And now I pulled it up and looking at it, it is. So I'm assuming it looks very similar to um, Xbox controller. It's got the A, B, X, Y. Correct. Um, well, you know, all of that. So, but it, it looks, it's cool. It's got the, you know, the, the, uh, 
right bumper, left bumper, um, you know, R1, R2, I guess what they call it. And then it looks like even on the back handles of it, it's got the two extra bumpers like underneath of it, kind of like on scuff controllers or, or whatnot. Um, so you could even program those, it looks like. Now, my question on this is, say um, me and you are playing uh, uh, PGA Tour 2K21 because we mm -hmm. play that through Steam. Right. Um, I'm playing on my PC. You're playing on this. Now, I'm assuming you would have to connect this to some sort of Wi-Fi or hotspot or whatnot. It doesn't come with it I on did, it. I didn't delve into it too deep, but I wouldn't put it past them for that price tag. Initially, they probably won't have any kind of a connectivity to it. But, right. I mean, you never know in the future. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just reading here. It says, once you log in your stream deck, your entire library will show up just like any PC. Yep. So, um, and the other thing is, is, I mean, it's got a, you know, it's run by a uh, AMD. So, if you're a Intel, that's probably not going to work for you or Intel diehard. Um so that <laughs> that's cool. Um, huh? Oh, there's there's a dock too. Props it up yes. while connecting external display displays. Oh, there it is, right there. Wired networking. Oh man, it's got it's got a whole bunch of displays. I mean, or what do you want to? Oh no, this. Okay, the dock has it. This doesn't have it. Okay, yeah. Can I get external display wild? Wired networking, USB peripherals, and power. You also uh, use a powered USB-C hub if you've got one, Mike. Huh. That's pretty It's pretty... Cool. It's... That's interesting. And it, and it comes in different, uh, uh, different storage options. So yeah, so I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. They're saying, so... Um, Basically, oh. the 649 one, the big one, is not going to be available until probably 2023. Okay, yeah, because on on all of these, it says quarter two of 2022. But, I mean, that's what they're saying right now. Right, oh, but no, I think I think if you log in, watch, I'll log in real quick. Because you have to get oh, a reservation. Log in for reser okay, I didn't see that. Mm -hmm. All models include a micro SD slot for additional storage capacity. That is huge right there. Because, I mean, if you want to do get it to test it out and get the smaller one, you yeah. literally it would literally be like having your own hard drive for every single game. So you have your your US, you have your um, SS, uh, SSD card for yeah. PGA. You have your one for well, Warzone probably would be big enough. But you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, exactly. And it looks like that the two bigger ones have an SSD uh, drive on it, and the smaller one probably doesn't say it, but it'll probably be in your normal, was it? So basically, the 521, 529 one is probably the best one they have. Yeah. So the 649, I can't log into it right now because it won't let me. You know what I should do is I should just go to my Steam account on the computer and see. But, I mean, there's there's so much stuff they have available. It, it's it's insane because, like, I, I've been I've been kind of keeping keeping track of, like, because they've been some stuff been announced. Like, oh, yeah, look, look, look at this place because they're going to be trying to uh, 
to do this or do that and nothing ever comes of it, you know, like, cause I mean, I'm going to have to upgrade. Like I told you, I mean, in order for me and Tim, people don't know this for in order for me and Tim to play battlefield, mm-hmm. we're going to have to literally, I'm going to have to upgrade to an Xbox one X because I can't play with him on my regular Xbox. So let's see. So I'm going to log in for reservations on this. Yeah. One. Yeah. Either that or, um, you have to upgrade, you know, upgrade oh wow so so basically i can reserve one now for five dollars let me see if it'll let me do it oh is that your deposit i guess says estimated total five dollars it doesn't have any info on it though let me see there's a doc Okay, so why is there a reservation fee? Why is my copy place reservation until Sunday? How does the reservation system work? When you submit a reservation, you'll be put in a queue. Once inventory, but you'll be emailed in the order the reservation were made. Well, but I'll be able to order. We're aiming to start sending invitations by December 2021. So, I mean, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. And see, that's smart right there, too. They did one Steam Deck per person. So that's oh, smart. So you yeah, you can't go in there and just bogart all of them. Yeah. I'm surprised they put it as one and not, you know, like two, two or five. No, because um, I have a feeling that they, a lot of people have seen, like, you get a bad image. Look how bad PlayStation has been getting deemed. Xbox did the exact same thing that PlayStation did, but because PlayStation handled the scalpers 100 yeah. times worse than Xbox, you yeah. never hear all you ever see. There literally is n- there's no um, Xboxes available, except for I did see some people saying, Hey, look, um, if you go to uh, Walmart's randomly, they're showing up, but nobody has been complaining about Xbox. It's always about PlayStation. It's because they didn't handle the scalpers the right way. And yeah. I think um, the rumor was is that was the biggest problem with the pre-order for these stream Steam. It is called a Steam Deck. It's not a Stream Deck. It is a Steam Deck. I thought it was a Stream Deck, but it's a Steam Deck. And they said that that was the biggest problem was that people were like, it's telling me I'm a bot. Literally, that's how detailed they were. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I I I am okay with this. I just put the little five dollar deposit down. So, um, we'll see what happens. They said they'll contact you in the order you did it. So, um, hey, yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. There was also um, or was it at? Oh yeah, can I cancel my reservation within thirty days? It'll be refunded whatever payment. After thirty days, it'll be refunded to your wallet. So you don't lose it it either goes you get it all it'll back. go back to your in-game thing and i'm fine with that because yeah, i'm like either, hey either get it back to your payment method right or it just goes to your um steam wallet yeah so i'm like this is this it's 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 worth the pre-order i mean the resale value alone is going to be insane I, i'm oh, a big yeah. believer i'm a big believer on not buying the first one out that is why I have started. Um, like I am, I'm on that payment, the payment thingy where you buy an iPhone and it, you, you, oh, you, yeah. So basically, it's not. Um, 
it's not like because you can't buy the phone outright and I'm, I'm not going to because I can get a new phone every year. But what I do is I let it I let it lapse as long as I could. And they told me if you don't buy one now, the, your program's over. So I was like, OK, I'm going to really? get it now. Yeah. So you have. So once you expi- expires, you lose your 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 rate. So I started doing this probably six years ago when it first started. And so I get a lower rate on buying the phones. Well, the benefit is when I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, okay, look, if I wait until the very last minute, like I did last time, I got it in August of last of two years ago. So I got the 11. Now I can get the 12 max and the 12 max has had most of the bugs worked out. So I'm not sitting there with a, you know, a bricked phone or having issues because I had to get it right when it came out. And that's how they usually get you. Well, hey, we'll let you go early if you pay this. I'm like, no, no, I'll wait until you get yeah. all the bugs fixed out. And something like this, though, I mean, even the really, really the reason why I just did the pre-order thing on it right now was, well, I can actually pre-order it and I'll probably be way down the line on getting yeah. it. And they might have a lot of the bugs worked out before I even get the, the invitation to buy it. Yep. A lot of updates pushed out. So when you get it, whatever update you got to do really may take a little longer but we'll have everything um like you said worked worked out in it yeah that'll be good it'd be kind of perfect so yeah so we had to take a little break there but uh yeah the valve we, we were looking at the steam deck the cool thing is too is it shows when you pre-order on your friends thingy so people know so um they have three models there's one for 400 one for 529 and the other one was six how much was it tim 600 something Oh, I just took it off. Uh, it's six forty nine. So it was three ninety nine, yeah. five twenty nine, six forty nine. Now the differences between the three is Tim was very obvious. The 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 top two have the NVMe uh, SSD, and then the one the two five twenty nine one is two fifty six gigabytes. The six forty nine one is five twelve, and they both have expandable um, you know storage. Basically, the top two have faster storage. They both come. So this middle one has a carrying case. They all three have carrying cases. I guess the top one has an exclusive carrying case. Um, and the top one also, well, the top two have an exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle, which you, I just realized you can change your stuff. And then the top one has an exclusive virtual keyboard theme, as well as uh, premium anti-glare etched glass which just means to me I'm going to have to buy a screen protector immediately. Um, so, yeah, um, it seems like, you know, to finish it off with this, I, you can tell I'm really excited about it. Um, it. It feels like they almost want to, like, go all out so you're taken care of right off the get-go. Um, they know there's going to be growing pains. They know there's going to be issues. So it's one of those things where, yeah, yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens. And when Tim and me get them, if we do get them, hey, look, we're going to have some fun. So uh, let us know if you're going to get it or you want to get it. Uh, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. Um, the next thing we have is Clerks 3 is officially heading to production. They, um, I saw a post. It was actually kind of cool. Um, it, w- it was random. I followed. So I followed Jay from Jay and Saw Bob. I follow obviously Kevin Smith and obviously it's Jay Muse. And um, literally it was all three of them in a row. It was them, them two. And then um, I think it was Warner brothers who picked it up. 
I can't remember who it was. Whoever picked it up for the production, they shared it too. Like they're like, "Are oh, you ready to go back to the to the the store liquor store or whatever it was?" They posted, and it was it was kind of cool because they kind of made it kind of fun. And um, I you don't often get to see like studios because for those that don't know, Kevin Smith has not had a good record with studios, you know, doing him right. Um, he legitimately. Um, he had dogma dogma i love that movie but he doesn't own the rights to it so it's one of those things where you're like how do you not own the rights to your own stuff well it's because that's just the way it is you know when certain things happen all of a sudden you don't own the rights and people are like oh no and you're like yeah that's just kind of the way it is because you did a bad deal and personally i think that kevin smith um, he, he he talks about it all the time about how he got done dirty, which I I'm okay with him saying that, but it was a business deal, and things happen, so it's you know it is what it is. So seeing that he's actually going to, um, get that is kind of cool, because it seems like they, it seems like they have more leeway now. He knows what he's doing now. So he kind of can, I don't know, approach it from a different angle. So I'm hoping he keeps his wit about him and he keeps the show because I don't want him losing the rights to anything else again because Kevin Smith has made some great stuff. I do know that people don't agree. Some people don't like him. And I'm just kind of like, look, he, he makes movies for specific people. So if you don't like it, that's fine. It's not for you. But I do want um, I want him to succeed because he does good, good movies that I appreciate. And I have a feeling that if this one does well, he's going to be able to you know, move on to the next thing. And that who knows what that could be. Yeah. And just kind of just looking it up. Um, so Clerks was in 94. Mm-hmm. Clerks 2 was in 06. And then now you have, you know, Clerks the in production, which will be, you know, 2022 or 2023 so yeah it'll be a minute and um that is the one thing that does suck is a lot of people they'll forget like oh yeah hey look it's 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 this it's clerks but it's like man when 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 did it come you're yeah so it's gonna be like forever we're oh, yeah. you're literally we're not gonna see it for a significant period of time and yeah. uh yeah it's fingers crossed we get what we want out of it um i do think that um because he's gotten several people to uh come in and do stuff for him through his other movies it's going to be kind of star-studded because um you know he's made friends with like justin long and a lot of different actors who are quote-unquote famous but who also like are coming to do a kevin smith film which a lot of people see as not an entry level, but it's more of like a, Hey, you know, we're doing him a favor almost kind of thing. So we'll see what happens. Um, next we do have, we had the Jackass forever trailer and I'm excited, but I'm also disappointed. I don't know if you watched the trailer. Yeah. Um, they're basically introducing the new, the new class of, of people for Jackass. That's literally all they're doing. Yeah. So, it's partially a money grab, um, but 
I can't not um, unsee Johnny Knoxville flying out of a cannon. Right. He, he legitimately comes out with wings. Right. Um, so I was a big fan of it. I remember me and you used to watch it on the DVDs. I think I had, I had yeah. the first two seasons of Jackass, which were in reality was just Bam Margera's CKY group yep. who was doing their own stunts. And then they had, the jackass guys who were doing it. And then the second season, they all kind of met together. Yep. No, it, exactly. And I mean, with it, I mean, those guys are, they're old now. I mean, they're not older, they're old. Um, and kind of, you know, Johnny Knoxville was the one that actually went on to a little bit more fame than just his jackass fame. Um, as far as, you know, somewhat of a Hollywood career. Um, and he had, you know, afterwards you had, was it the wild boys and, different spinoffs with a couple guys that wild boys viva la bam um, yeah and you saw i mean basically all what jackass was 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 a whole bunch of buddies a couple different buddy groups get together do stupid stuff and obviously you know back then it's like oh man they gotta be on some but you really don't know i mean sometimes you do know but you don't know to the extent of what they were on. Um, and then it comes out later of what, obviously what they were on and a lot of behind the, the, the scene stuff that happened due to what the substance that, that they were on. Um, and now, you know, now you got like Steve-O really popular now with, you know, him being clean, a full head full of fake teeth. But, you know, <laughs> what they call it, they say it's this million dollar smile or whatnot. Yeah, um, and just now he's doing his own thing as well, and with Netflix and all of those type of platforms, you can do whatever you want. Um, but that'll be interesting. Definitely gonna watch it because I mean it is jackass. I mean we all did stupid stuff thinking we were jackasses. Um, but yeah, no, it's I'll tell you one thing: the weirdest thing is. Johnny Knoxville with a head full of gray hair. So, but nope, can't wait for it to come out. And he in that one trailer, he looked in the one scene, he looked really old. But then you do see him with like he's standing there, and he isn't he isn't as um, old as he looks. Yeah, but that yeah that um, that gray hair man that was that was interesting to see. Yeah, well, especially when you're used to him having, you know, obviously non-gray hair, and he has the type of gray hair that, like you said, makes him look older than what he actually is. Um, but I'll be excited to see how they they take it and introducing, you know, or kind of doing this newer class of it. I don't think you could sustain a, a jackass because you have the original, and maybe this is like their, okay, we're done. See you later. Here's these other guys because we weren't able to get some people in there or to do some stunts. And these well, the bigger will. guy, the bigger guy had his own show on MTV that didn't do good. Yeah, I he looked. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember the show, but I remember him kind of doing some jackass type stunts. Um, and it seemed like he would do even worse stunts just to get you know, his name out there, I guess. Yeah. Say it. Um, while being accompanied maybe by uh, somebody that was from the Jackass crew, whether it's Steve-O or Chris Pontius or not. But, 
we'll see how how it goes. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm excited for it. Um, we have a new G.I. Joe animated series announced for 2022. I think they're kind of riding on the coattails of a lot of the older shows from the um, late 80s, early 90s. So um, it, it was expected that they were going to have, you know, something like this. So I'm kind of excited for that. And I hope they keep it with the same nostalgic kind of voice type of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, this one was kind of interesting. The God of War Kratos voice actor is voicing the Black Panther actor uh, character in the Marvel's Avengers game. Um, they do have, so Chadwick Boseman's actually last performance is going to be in the show that's coming out. What if, um, so he did do the voice for that animated show. So they had to make a, a change here. So we'll see how it sounds. Um, Kratos's voice is very distinct. So I don't know if he'll pull it off or not. Maybe he will change it. So it's not, at trying to be like Chadwick Boseman, but we'll see. Um, they did reveal the new Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline, and they did do a crazy thing that basically uh, uh, Kevin Feige said that they had a big sit down with basically every single director who is working on anything Marvel, and basically they laid out and said, "This is what you have the parameters you have to work in." They are very they are being very tight on the future of the marvel universe like they're legitimately saying like you can do this but you can't do that um, there's a lot of rumors that in doctor strange we're going to get some craziness like we got in loki where we're going to get um uh super uh, was it captain carter um so agent carter she's captain something i don't know how she gets she maybe gets powers i don't know loki's supposed to show up sylvie's supposed to show up uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch is supposed to show up. Like all this stuff is going to go crazy. So this new Marvel Cinematic Timeline is great, and I do hope they tie in. Um, what's the new one coming out? The Eternals. I have a feeling that's going to tie into it, but I am excited for that, especially with all the ones they have coming out. Um, and then next week, this one, I, this was a surprise. So a new episode of Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, is going to um basically focus on luke skywalker's return so they're gonna basically spoiler jeez i haven't watched the last one yet well it doesn't tie into it yet <laughs> so and actually actually mark hamill spoiled it um and i have more i have to add about mark hamill this is interesting but um they're gonna do a whole thing about how they used the the cgi and the, the everything together you know, it's just using using the what they call those. It's the it's the void, right? Yeah, yeah, the void where they do so, um, they do everything. Yeah, yeah, do everything on it, and it will debut on August twenty fifth. Okay, so that's uh, pretty cool. Obviously on Disney Plus, and that's how it's kind of crazy that they're they're kind of letting it go a little bit longer, and maybe they're anticipating a delay. Obviously, the Mandalorian won't be coming out this year, so maybe there's going to be a, the adding to the delay of that. Um, the sad news we have is Los Angeles County is going to require all residents to wear face coverings indoors beginning Sunday. Oh, yeah, this past Sunday. This past yep. Sunday, yeah. Which I heard most places are not enforcing. And um, for those that don't know, Disney is in Orange County, and yep. um, I highly doubt that they'll do this because um, for those a lot of people don't know this, but Disney probably has a better corporate structure than most corporations. And so they probably keep track of how many people come in and come out. 
probably do surveys basing on certain things and they probably get told, Hey, someone said they got COVID at Disneyland and we haven't heard a single person talking about getting COVID at Disneyland. So I think they're very hesitant to, um, to do that. So, yeah. And really the only one that this would affect is universal studios. So right. cause they're in, right. in LA County. And like you said, you know, if it's required, it's required, but if it's enforced, it's, um, another thing. So there, you know, and I haven't really heard of any other counties in California, and I haven't looked into it either as far as going um, as much as requiring uh, wearing face masks indoors. So, right. We shall see. So, um, yeah, so we'll see. And other Disney related outside of the Disney pile kind of thing. Um, D23, they did, didn't they already host? Oh, no, they're, they're going to host a special oh. Jungle Cruise screening event in Florida and California for gold members, which, if you don't know, isn't it? It's, I think it's like 30 bucks a year or 50 bucks a year for a gold <laughs> membership. Yeah. And they have a free membership too. So if it's open to all D23 members, um, there is a free membership that you could basically just sign up for and you get, uh, yeah, you know, access to that. But since this is specifically for gold members, um, you have to pay for that, which makes sense. And it's pretty cool because, you know, we were saying before where they're going to do an event at uh, at Disneyland. But this is more of a screening where I think the one at Disneyland was uh, more of a, a red carpet type premiere, but more right. of a limited red carpet. So at Disneyland, I mean, Disney World is going to be at Disney Springs on July 25th. So when's that Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, as we record, um, it'll be at AMC Disney Springs at 4 p.m. Eastern. The event will last until 6.15 p.m. You can check in uh, beginning at 3 and they say do not arrive before 3. So that's at Disney World if you're on the East Coast, West Coast. It will be at the El Capitan Theater, which will be uh, in Hollywood on July 29th. So since it is in Hollywood, that's in Los Angeles County. So uh, maybe pack your mask uh, just in case. Uh, and it will begin um, early 5 p.m. Pacific screening. Um, see the film with El Capitan, but uh, well, they will have a special photo op and display of costumes from the movie. So, with the ticket, you get one 1.25-ounce popcorn drink, one 20-ounce drink, ooh, and one Dole Whip. Plus, for all the Jungle Cruise skippers and all of us, you'll receive a skipper hat commemorating the film. Um, it says begins at 5, goes until 7.30, check in at 3.30, do not arrive before 3.30. So, they, it gives all of this, but it doesn't say how much your ticket is. So, I guess it's a free ticket. You just have to be. They probably have, they probably have some <laughs> way of basically making it to where it may be free, but they're going to limit who can go to it. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, so. Yeah, that's or they'll have a limited number of tickets, and it's going to be kind of first come first serve type deal since it is probably a, a lottery. I bet you it's going to be a lottery. They're gonna they're gonna do something where you have to actually have a pass to get past a certain point. So 
Yeah. Or they'll just do a queue and you wait five hours and then you finally get it. So, and then it'll mm-hmm. crash three times. So, sounds about right. So, here is my favorite news of the day. Um, the wife has given me permission to apply here. I know I'm not going to get a job, but well, Disney that confirms that Lake Nona campus relocating 2,000 jobs and investing 864 million to move uh, the campus to Florida. They're basically going to move most of their marketing and IT people. So basically people who don't need to be probably even, they need to be like in a Apple campus, you know, yeah. type of environment. And it's probably beneficial to them too. Cause I, I wouldn't doubt that, you know, when you work with, you know, the same people and you live in the same area, you're probably going to be happier. So mm-hmm. they're moving them all to Florida, 2000 employees and um, tax by cheaper too there. Uh, right. And I'm excited. I, and, the, and the wife has said, if I want to apply, I can apply. So that'd be kind of cool working for Disney in Florida. Hey, Connor from Kong Cantina, we can go get drinks and we can send uh, photos to Tim, like, haha, nanana, nana, boo boo. Take your head and do do. Right. Um, and, and if anyone listening, my son's been saying nanana, boo boo. I don't know where he heard it because I don't say it ever, but he's been saying it. And I'm like, where would he hear that? You watch that Daniel Tosh or what? That's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't watch Tosh.0. Oh. Yeah. That's his gimmick is na-na-na-na-boo-boo. And yeah. I was like, I wonder what show used that. But that, that, I digress. Um, this one is very interesting. We actually reported about when this guy got arrested. But there's a former NASA, NASA executive who used COVID relief funds to pay off Disney Vacation Club balance. He was sentenced to 18 months in prison. So um, happy trails, my friend. There you go. Well, and so with that, there was a lot more to that. Obviously, listen to the previous episodes that we went through it. He he, just, he did a lot of double dipping on a lot of stuff. Yeah, and he, I mean, it, it was obviously COVID relief funds. He paid off a lot of stuff that he wasn't, that the COVID relief funds didn't go towards, that he right. got it for. I um, think he got it. He got it. He lied about even having a business or something. It was, It was a lot of things that he did to get that. Yeah, and this was just a small portion of it that he went to pay off, a, you know, Disney Vacation Club balance. I think he even opened up another one and paid, tried to pay that off. It was, like I said, this was just one small detail into it. And obviously, um, that's not good because it's money and he got caught. And so that's why he's a year and a half in prison. It's going to be a, it's going to be a long one. So, um, and congratulations. Prison it was, and it didn't didn't say so. Who know? I don't know. Maybe they, he, he may he may have he may have have a he may have a plea deal in place where he can go wherever he wants. That happens a lot of times too. Yeah, or they um, just haven't, you know, got him to the one where he's going. The last of our normal stuff, uh, adventures by Disney Travel destinations cancels California escapes through December twenty twenty one. Now I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But my wife and I, um, we get assistance with my child's daycare because we are essential. And they offered basically this program because, you know, we pay a lot for daycare and my daycare is, you know, accredited by the government in the state of California. Well, um, they were, you know, assisting. They basically were giving us a tax credit to the, to the daycare where we only paid for half of the normal price. Well, we got a letter the other day and it said basically, you know, every time they would extend the limit because it was only supposed to be until June of last year. And then it got extended till August. And then it was extended till November. And then it was extended till February this year. And then 
in January, they said, we're going to send it to June and that's going to be it. And then we came to June and said, okay, we're going to go till September. And then now we just got the, the news that we're not paying anything at all. Now they're going to do a full credit until June of next year. So the, to me, Disney obviously knows something if they're canceling escapes through 2021. I'm not saying it's anything crazy. They have a process in place at Disneyland. So they know how to keep things going and open and um, the job that I do, um, I deal with chemicals, and we have a chemical that is basically designed to kill COVID. And there's so many places now that have that readily available, they can basically use disinfectants and whatnot to, you know, do things, have protocols. They're learning more about stuff. So, you know, fingers crossed, this is just more of like a, we don't want to have to deal with a cruise ship cleaning kind of thing and stuff like that. Cause I watched one today where this lady tested positive for COVID on the, on the ship and they were making her leave. And they legitimately had, they were in full hazmat suits, full masks. They were using a microgen, which basically turns chemical to micro microscopic particles that float. And they were microgening everything as she, they were literally one person was spraying down the floor in front of her. And the other person was spraying as they walked away and wiping everything down in the whole entire hallway. So, you know, I don't think Disney wants to even deal with that because you're probably having to hire like double the amount of employees just for cleaning. So, you know, it makes sense that they're going to cancel it and we'll, we'll see. They'll probably have a plan for next year and fingers crossed. If you love cruises and stuff like that, you can, you can go ahead and, you know, go through this uh, Adventures by Disney. Yeah. In the article, it says just because, you know, many of the Southern California establishments, you know, uh, are still closed or remain closed, yep. you know, because a lot of it, they, you're not doing these adventure by Disney's to go to the park or to right. the parks. It was, you'd have a day there, but your day would be planned. Like, Oh yeah, you get to ride a couple rides, but it was, um, these are adventures. You know, a lot of it is going to the studios and a lot of, uh, well, you know, Disney stuff around the Southern California, you know, Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood area. So right. they did say there, and and it's it did say that they're canceled. It's not that they are, you know, uh, moving them back. I mean, they are straight up canceled. So anything, um, so it said travel credits through December thirty first of twenty twenty two are being offered. So that's cool. You get a whole year um, to to you to get your credit and use it, um, and they are. Uh, otherwise, they're offering full refunds and August end of August of this year, August 31st is the deadline to either reschedule their trips um, or the reservation will automatically cancel and guests will be provided their complete refund. So, yeah, hopefully I think once more stuff gets opened back up, all like studio tours um, and whatnot, I think we'll see this um, come back. Yeah. So we'll see, and they might come back with a different style or a different um, um, setup. So we'll see what happens. Um, one last thing, um, it was kind of ironic. Tim mentioned so we normally used to start with the RIPs, but we're not doing that anymore because it was kind of depressing. And Connor gave the suggestion, and then Tim had friends make suggestions. So, but we are going to mention one person who passed. We got feedback suddenly. Um, who is a huge icon in the music industry was Biz Marquis. And um, the thing about him was I saw a big thing about how he regretted the song, just a friend because he didn't want to be that guy that was the pop rap guy. 
And that's really all he was known for was that song. And then also being the guy who beatboxed on in men, in men in black. So, um, and he but he was the biggest loser celebrity. He, yeah. And, but he was very musically inclined and I'm sure he has a lot of producer credits and lyrically he was, you know, uh, uh, pretty awesome. So, uh, sad to see him, uh, pass away. You know, I think he was only in his fifties. I'll say he was um, younger. So, uh, you know, we'll say RIP to that, but we were to make sure we say that stuff for, you know, the end of the podcast kind of stuff. So, um, but like, let us know what you guys think. Uh, Linktree, L I N K T R dot E E slash FOMO cast gaming. Uh, and just let us know. Go to our TikToks, everything, you know, we'll be good to go. Um, next we have our Disney parks pile. Um, I'm going to tie something into this one because it just came out today. Uh, that's not the park related, but it is tied into the ride. So the now completed new Jungle Cruise attraction with cultural sensitivity changes has opened at Disneyland. It looks almost identical, but it's obviously got those one changes. You know what I mean? Yeah, the couple changes that they that they said they were did. And yes, we know it's been open, but now it's you know completely um, completed with the. Um, the stuff in the queue as well as i know before when they did it they didn't have um the elephant the monkeys at the end scene um there where trader sam was at where now it's his um gift shop so uh you know it's it's fully fully open now and to kind of tie into that for years ties into it i watched the uh, behind the attractions um because it came out yesterday so i watched uh-huh. it actually the day before we came on and the first one was the Jungle Cruise, and it's really cool how they went about it, especially Jungle Cruise being an opening day attraction, so it kind of showed some uh, newer stuff that you didn't see in the Imagineering story um, about the Jungle Cruise and how the Jungle Cruise came about, mm-hmm. um, different Imagineers and whatnot talking about it, you know, through the um, um, the adventure series that Walt Disney did, and then also uh, with it based on the African uh, Queen as well, and just different Imagineers that uh, really not only made it, but then um, came in and kind of redid it after the first couple of years where people are like, oh, I went on it once, why go back on it? And to get it more repeatability in the beginning, it was serious. They didn't have any of the jokes on it. I think there was one joke and it really wasn't that great of a joke. Um, so it completely changed um, to have all those you know, jokes and silly puns in it. The only thing I did wish that they did do is it was, they were really pushing the new Jungle Cruise movie. Now, I get it. The Rock is an executive producer on this series. That's fine. But I think there was like three or four different parts where they were um, pushing Jungle Cruise on it. Now, I'm fine if you want to push that. Have it at the beginning of the show or have it at the end of the show and do your little spiel then. Um, don't you know throw it in the beginning of these say two or three years from now i want to go back and look at it now i have this jungle cruise movie you know sprinkled in there so i'll be curious because they released the first five episodes i'll be curious to see in the other ones because the next one is the haunted mansion Mm -hmm. is if they have anything like that in uh because the rock talked about it and him um going to disneyland when he was growing up and writing the jungle cruise blah 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 kind of seem very scripted but i don't know uh if he if he as in the rock 
talks in the Haunted Mansion one and the other ones because he was the only quote-unquote celebrity that wasn't tied to Disney um, as far as being an Imagineer or anything like that um, talking in it. So it'll be interesting to see what the next one was, but that was my only bugaboo about it is really pushing that Jungle Cruise down our throat. And, you know, I'm it doesn't surprise me that they did it, that this was, you know, it came out right now. Jungle Cruise is coming out this weekend. Um, well, next, and that, that's, that's what I was going to talk about was, is there, yeah. there, there's a, the investors are very worried about the movie because, um, so everyone had bad reviews about space jam too, uh, or space jam, the new legacy, but it only made like $190,000 in the theater. And so I think they're freaking out, but I'm like, they're going to come out for it. Um, uh, Emily Blunt and The Rock have both gotten a bunch of publicity because they were talking trash about Vin Diesel because Vin Diesel was trying to bury the the grudge he had against The Rock and The Rock's like, I'm never appearing in another Fast and Furious movie, so don't even worry about it, saying something. You know, he made up some stuff, but I thought I would um, bring that up that the, the investors are very worried. They don't think it's going to do very good. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, but what's not do very good i mean it could do well at the box office that's, but not you know uh, you know that's the that's the problem we don't get numbers about how many people yep. pre-ordered or whatever it was um uh i'm trying to think hmm uh what was the last what's the last one that came out oh we just talked about it uh couple days i mean a couple episodes ago where they had the numbers there was um not mulan there was the last dragon one that was the last one the last dragon oh no well black widow did good but black widow yeah that yeah that they was never the really say how much they made and their black widow was huge and yeah. um so I mean, i'm like wait that one too true it was a year late basically so yeah um yeah so everyone i actually i think i'm gonna watch it this weekend but uh i mean fingers crossed because i want them to keep making these live action ride type ones because i think they learned their lesson with the last haunted mansion movie with eddie murphy um you know what i mean because they did that one and it wasn't i don't know it was almost like they wanted to get away from the Pirates of the Caribbean model that they made that was so successful because obviously it's a different type of ride, but they went back to it with this one. Like everyone said, this is just a more advanced Pirates of the Caribbean Jungle Cruise is. So hopefully they can, you know, make it work and we want to see that happen. Yeah. Um, So the next thing we got is Carthay Circle Restaurant releases new dinner menu ahead of reopening this week, removes beloved biscuits and duck wings. Never had that there. I don't think I've actually eaten there before. I always walk by it, but I've never eaten there. Yeah, I've never either. Never had a drink there. I mean, will want to, um, but I know everyone that goes there is, especially the biscuits. Is I um, know people that just go there just so they could get the biscuits and order like two of them. Uh, didn't hear that much about the duck wings, but apparently they were good. But to remove them, I wonder how long before. Uh, those mysteriously come back on the menu because we've seen some establishments you know they'll have a dole down menu just when they first open and especially with staffing and different things um may not be able to prep them or make uh, a a fair amount of them timely Mm -hmm. uh, as they did before 
just due to staffing issues. And now it's like, okay, now we're, you know, getting more people back, ramping it back up. Oh, all of a sudden they put, you know, this, like the bow buns weren't on the tropical hideaway venue when it first uh, Disneyland reopened. And then now all of a sudden now they're back on it. And I know that was a popular one there as well. So I wonder that with the, if they do get some backlash on it, when they will come back on it. So, but I thought that was, that was interesting that they came out with the new dinner menu and they took off some stuff. I mean, that would be like the Kofar, well, it's not Kofar anymore. Um, oh, what the heck is it called? Uh, Lamplight Lounge taking away the lobster nachos. I mean, everyone would be up in arms about that. I mean, I know when they went over from Kofar to Lamplight Lounge, they're like, are they going to keep the lobster nachos? They could throw in everything else away, but make sure they have those lobster nachos. Those are kind of a staple. They're a staple of that, of that whole pier. So they can't get rid of that. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see, you know, I know this one with the, this kind of became the, the popular item there. It's not coming back with it. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, uh, multiple flavors of smart water are now being sold at Disneyland, which that's brilliant because um, I, I did not drink Powerade, I think, for a year after I went to Disney World because that's all they had for non-soda, really, in the park was Powerade. They didn't have flavored water or anything. So that's kind of awesome. Yeah, um, I didn't even know smart water made different flavors. I think uh, they jumped on it when Propel started doing really good. Um, so theirs. yeah, they realized what they, what they got there. So yeah. Yeah. So with it, it's three of them. It looks like it's a uh, cucumber, lime, watermelon, mint, and, uh, alkaline nine plus pH. It looks See, like I, I want to know yeah. why they can't have just a fruit flavor. Cause I know that, um, I do like, um, I had a Gatorade that was cucumber melon. Really good. Really, really yep. good. But why can't they have just one that's like watermelon banana or something like that? Why do they have or strawberry banana? Why yeah, do they have to have the banana, mint? Yep. Why do Kiwi they have to have the, the mint yeah. or you know the other thing? So yeah, um, I don't I don't know why they why they do that. But the same it thing with looks me. like I, I'm gonna be doing that. I'm gonna be getting some of that this week and trying it out. <laughs> right there, you go. Yeah, no, I, same thing with the with the power aid. You know, they got the strawberry banana and uh, kiwi strawberry and whatnot. And that's good. But once you start mixing in the the mint and lime whatnot it's like uh i don't know how watermelon and mint would taste to me i'd rather just have watermelon but exactly so there you go you have now options not just water but you have a couple different options and an alkali nine plus ph one too if your ph is low exactly um yeah so we'll see what happens with that this one i didn't even read it i figured tim would take the lead on this one so apparently you can stay the night in the haunted mansion. Um, so how do you do this, Tim? Is it? Well, wait, hold on. Is it a deceiving title? Yes, it is. Okay. Hundred percent deceiving. But at one point you could stay the night in the haunted mansion. Well, quote unquote, stay the night. They had a dinner party, and you, like you got to stay in there until like one, two in the morning. So it wasn't really the night. But anyhow, no, this one. So I saw it. I'm like, oh, are they doing this again? That's cool because you can stay at the Deep Dream Suite and all of that in uh, Cinderella's castle. But this one, what it is, is a, uh, it's an Airbnb and it's right down, not down the road, but it's a short drive from Disneyland. 
So oh, I guess. Oh, <laughs> yes. I've seen it. I've seen the people talking about going to it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, in Orange, obviously, Orange County, California, four bedroom, two bath home is a perfect recreation of Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. Um, so it's pretty cool. The, um, Bishop Page. Yeah. And, and he, I mean, he did it right from all the pictures that, um, I saw. So, I want to see if there is a link here to see. I mean, even in the backyard, he has um, like a frog, uh, like bird bath type deal, a rabbit one. So he's got the Master Gracie room, which has a Cal King in it, Madame Leota room, which is a queen bed, Hatbox Ghost room, a queen bed, and the Ravens room, which has uh, two twin beds. So, I mean, he, you know, in the middle of this, you know, has. Uh, Enter into the game room chamber with no windows and no doors, taking the seat in the middle of a stretching room inspired game room. And that looks cool. It's got a, like a poker table in the middle of it. So it's round. And then he did the same style of, uh, I guess you could say, interior architecture as that stretching room. And it has the portraits of the, uh, you know, the, the people that are on on the stretching room. So, yeah, I think my um, favorite was seeing just the fireplace that had it was it was, it was Madame Leota, right? I think it had on there. Yeah, um, probably above. It looked it looked it looked well done. It didn't look like they were just taking cardboard and like, oh hey, oh, here no. we go. We have a thing. No, it's it's very well done, and yep. I'm I, I'm excited to hear reviews about it though. Yeah. So and it actually isn't so considering it. Uh, what I say it was. One, two, three. So it's four rooms, but sleeps. Uh, well, it's got two twin probably, beds. One. Probably eight. Yeah. So probably sleeps eight or something like that. Yeah. It's, you know, it has four rooms, but it can sleep eight because, like you said, it's got queen and a king bed. So that sleeps two and two twin beds. So you could essentially get eight or four couples, I guess, if you want to share the, you know, share the twin beds. Um, maybe a boyfriend and girlfriend that's not allowed to sleep together. But anyhow, so it says the nightly rates right now are 572 bucks. So that actually isn't that bad if you split it you know, among four or five people. That's about oh, man. You know, 100 bucks each. That's probably, oh my gosh. So, so if you had, if you that's, had, if you legit had four couples going like adults, yep. that'd be perfect. Because that's technically it'd be a 50 bucks a person almost. Yep. Yep. So I'm looking at it actually right now. Um... How how far out is it booked? When do we want to go? Well, you could go July 28th and 29th. That's the only ones in July. In August, uh, 23 through 27. Uh, and 27 is a checkout only. August 31st. Well, and that and that right there is right when people are going back to school. So they probably yep. when everything starts opening back up. Yep. September 1 to the 3rd is a checkout. Like the... Closest weekend would be September 12th, September 22nd, 26th, I'm sorry, that's a Sunday. So all of October's book, November's got some, December's pretty much wide open. Same thing with January, um, as long as you're not going New Year's. So let's just, okay, oh, this is perfect. Let's go December 23rd through the... And if you if you guys want to see this, go to our link tree l i n k t r dot e e slash fomocast gaming. Go to our Facebook group, and it the article is in there, so you can actually try and do what Tim's doing. 
Yeah. So basically, like I said, the December 23rd through the 26th, which is a Thursday through Sunday, it is $879 a night. So cleaning fee 150, service fee 393. So a total is over about 3,100 bucks. But see, that's not bad though, because you figure, ah, no, no, that is pretty bad. That is yeah, bad. That, yeah, because it, that's going to be about 200 bucks a night for four Because you could probably over. get a suite for four people at California, Disney Californian or the Grand Californian, probably for the same price or at least Paradise Pier. Yeah. So basically, it looks like the cheapest time to go is like anything midweek. Um, you know, I just did one in January the 11th through the 14th, which is, I think, a Tuesday through Friday. And that's six seventy six hundred seventy nine bucks. Um, I mean, they know what they're doing. And the, the, here's the here's the, the cool part and the bad part. People are going to start doing that all over that area. They're going to yep. they're going to because because you got to think it, it's not cheap to live in that area right there. There are oh, yeah. some cheaper areas, you know, a little bit further out. But if you're right down the street, you're going to start taking advantage of that because, I mean, come on, man. Literally, if you could like because I'm sure this person has a second place to live, you could probably rent a tiny little apartment. If you like your kids left, like what if they're what if it's like a retired people or, you know, their kids left for college? It's, it's a great idea. So if yeah. anyone can do it, tell us and uh, yeah. go do it. And I would recommend going during the week because that's anywhere from about 600 bucks to about 670 bucks. So it looks like the weekends is where they where they get you, which makes sense. But. I mean, I mean, that's where that's where all the places get you, man. Oh, exactly. Especially down there. But um, so the, the July 28th through the 29th. So one night it's 700 bucks. And that's the closest um, uh, earliest you could rent it right now. So I'm definitely going to keep this and add it to my favorites on Airbnb. Because that is probably sometimes depending to get it cheaper than some hotels. If you have a, a group, like you said, a group going. Yeah, exactly. So let us know if you guys go. Um, Disney is hiring actors to play Eternals characters in Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure. It's pretty much, you know, expected because, um, you know, we, we, you know, we've been expecting them to kind of increase the activity. They're probably going to make it more based on what's going on in the Marvel cinema cinematic universe so this was kind of expected i am excited for it though because it means that you're probably going to get more variety of shows and things like that yeah so if you're still there's still time if you want to apply online editions are being accepted through august 7th for the roles of and if i butcher this you could because i don't know marvel um kingo cersei and Bostos. so okay yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the names of those ones, so yeah, um, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, each role calls for their unique traits. So, alrighty, well, go go, go at it, people. Go at it. Right. Um, Disneyland's VIP tour guests can ride Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance and Web Slingers: A Spider-Man Adventure without boarding groups. Yeah, that is a game changer. Even though I do know someone who went. Because you can't hold both, but I do know someone who went and got the first morning ride for Rise of the Resistance and then got Web Slingers after they after they went on um, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. And they got in late in on the Web Slingers. 
but they still made it because they were going through so fast. And it was walking like they, they, it's weird. It's only been what two weeks since the opening of campus. And they said, you can walk right in. There's no wait in lines or nothing anymore. Yeah. yeah after basically probably three to five days, but after seven days, uh, it's going for adventure. It, campus, it, you can walk it, yeah, exactly. The same thing with, um, Batu when that first opened the first week, it was crazy. Then after that, it was, no problem. Yeah, no problem at all. Before, you know, they, you know, our last episode, they said, oh, you can. And then somebody said, oh, nope, you can't. You know, that's not right. You know, we reported it wrong. And now I guess it has been um, confirmed by a uh, uh, Disneyland VIP tour member. Well, the person that wrote the article asked them or somebody asked them. So. Uh, but you obviously you still have to you know have a park admission for that park on whichever right. one you're going to, um, and that there is hey this all sounds great good and everything, but VIP tours start at four hundred twenty five dollars per hour right with minimum requirement of seven hours right, right? four twenty five is where they start at and I think most of the ones I've seen they say people usually just pay for uh, five hours. That's like a common thing because what they say is, is because um, you can't tip the people. So yep. if they book for five, for, for five hours, I'm sorry, $5,000, they know that the person's going to be there and get paid for that whole entire time. And speaking of VIP, I want to uh, thank Dawn, one of our members of my social club. I hope she listens. She, her last day was Saturday night as a, a plaid. And she got to close down Batu, which was her favorite land. They they got it set up for her to close down as a plaid in Batu. Um, they're moving. For her husband's a coach for uh, hockey, for junior league hockey, and they're going to Wyoming. So, uh, uh, nice. yeah. So I was pro- I'm happy for her for that. But I know she's gonna miss it. But seeing the VIP stuff, I know what she did. And um, Star Wars is Rise Resistance in Florida as well is going to be available on VIP tours. Which I know that's what most people they get the VIP tours for is when we went, um, the, when we went one time, we were in California Adventure because it was less crowded, and I just wanted to ride Goofy Sky School because I think it's fun and my wife hates it, and we legit did single rider and it took us forever because they had a VIP someone famous as kids was were there and there was a group of like ten of them and they kept coming around and they had priority so they kept getting to go on the ride before everybody else. So I was like, oh, this is not fun. But hey, you know, if you have the money to do the VIP tour, take me with you. I want to go too. Um, Yeah. Just to touch back on it, on the Disneyland, you could get both Rise of the Resistance and Web Slingers. You just got to make sure you have um, a park hopper to, to do it. So that's cool that you could do both of them and not one or the other. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I think that's where we have the advantage is our park hopper is a little bit easier to do multiple things. So, you know, I think Disney World hasn't stepped up that game yet. So, haha, Batu West is the best Batu, just so everyone knows. Suck it, Connor. Um, Cast members are offering guests golf cart rides to their cars as parking lot trams remain out of service. That is ridiculous. Right. Well, and it's not like it's there all the time and it's not like it's it's a service per se. Um, and I know Mr. J would have loved this, 
because he did a uh, every time they parked their car and walked to like the the front of the um, transportation center to go to whatever park they wanted to. That was his workout at every time because I'd see it because we're in competition and it would be 0.91 miles, 1.1 miles. So walking from your car to the just to the transportation center was basically um, a mile. And since they don't have the trams, you know, if you're, uh, you know, don't want to walk that far or think that you're going to need um, a service, don't have, you know, a handicap, obviously. You could pay because they have the preferred parking. You could pay closer up to the front if you want to pay that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I saw this and that's immediately who I, who I thought of. Cause he was saying, I'm like, man, you did a whole bunch of uh, workouts. He's like, no, that, you know what that workout was, was when we parked because they were like, man, this seems like a mile. Oh, let's see what it is. And he did a workout when he, you know, locked the car put the workout on. And when they got to the transportation hub there, he turned it off, and that was that was his workout, and it was pretty much a mile walk. Um, so it's cool that they got the golf carts there, um, you know, for you to be able to take them back, and that the cast members are doing it. So hopefully, that means either people are complaining about it and they kind of have them out there, um, or that you know maybe their the trams are gonna start coming out of out of service um soon so we shall see we shall see um we also have the partner statue is being refurbished for the 50th anniversary of magic kingdom which they actually um disney disneyland did that while they were closed they did refurbish it and while they say refurbish they just make it shinier that's really they're probably just polishing it but i believe the um, when you have that certain patina you have to do it a specific way because it can actually damage it if you remove too much of the patina. So they have to, I think they clear coat it almost with something that's made for doing that metal. So I look forward to them unveiling that because they usually actually remove it completely and then bring it back in and put it back up. So yeah, um, that's what they did with the, uh, with the Disneyland one, um, this one for the 50th. And it was easy to do at the Disneyland because it was closed. And like you said, they did uh, put like a clear coat on it. So when they put it back out there, It'll last longer. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff being refurbished. Um, these statues, uh, different characters around the character statues around the park uh, for the 50th. So it's uh, that's pretty cool because it's uh, beginning of October. So they're going to celebrate it. Usually it goes for, you know, 12, 18, 18 months. So. Yeah, yeah. I think because when we went, Cause I went, we went with you for the 60th part of it, right? You, you were there and we were there, I think for the 60th yeah. in Disneyland. We were actually, the cool story is, is my grandma who's in her eighties, um, remembers being pregnant with my, um, uncle, you know, and this is 20 years after the parks open picking oranges outside, you know, because it wasn't as big as, you know, you know, as it is now and uh being able to go there and seeing all the old photos like we stayed at the disneyland hotel the time before we went with tim and the whole disneyland hotel lobby had all the famous people who had stayed had come to the hotel um there was a, a picture i think it's of jimmy carter or somebody was running with the secret service through disneyland in the morning like they went for their jog when they were there so that yeah. was really cool and then um you know 
just the nostalgia factor is just so awesome. Um, so I look forward to them bringing it back and it looking great. Um, so Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. What is that? A hotel. Oh, that's right. The one you said at our participating early theme park entry and extended evening hours this October. Maybe that's coinciding with the 50th. Well, that's what they're doing it. That's not a officially Walt Disney World hotel. It's Correct. the only one that's in the the resort that isn't uh, ties to it. Now they get a little bit more so than the ones outside of the bubble, but for them to participate in early theme uh, theme park entry, which is only for um, Disney Resort hotels, is very interesting and i know they just did a big refurbishment and whatnot you could get married up on top of one of the uh, i can't remember if it's the swan or the dolphin tower um you know, have a big uh i don't know if it's open air or ballroom up top uh top floor that you get married at and, and have a reception up there so that's pretty cool since they redid that so i just thought it was interesting because it's not officially a part of any of the resort hotels but yet they're doing um early theme park entry and before, when I went there on our honeymoon, it was cheaper than all of the other hotels. Maybe not the um, all-star resort ones, because I know those are very budget-friendly. Um, but I don't know how it is now after the uh, refurbishment, if prices have gone up. But I do know, if you're hungry, they do have a 24-hour kitchen in um, on one of the two um, hotel uh, on one of the towers. And, of course, it was on the stayed in so you got to walk across but they did have some pretty good uh grub there for two in the morning when we got in so i do know that the disney disneyland hotels around there they were um working on um like doing like being able to upgrade your passes with the early morning but like a discounted price if you stayed somewhere close so it makes sense they would do this you know it's pretty awesome i'm happy for that um we have the new touchless beverage machines debut at disney's coronado springs resort that is i have not seen this i need to watch video of it is it so, like one of those multiple soda machines or is it like no, when you pick up no it's not like a coke freestyle it's like an actual normal one so when i first saw it the picture has um somebody with their finger like they're pushing the button and i'm like how is it touchless it looks like he's pushing the button well on like say you go to you know a convenience store and they have them all you know the different soda fountains lined up there and you know you push the button soda comes out well where you would push the button it's not there anymore but you put your finger there obviously not touching anything and on both sides of it it's got a little like uh like uh little thing that comes out it has like a laser that goes through it so when you break the laser then the the, oh uh, okay so, so it's almost like a like, motion sensor yeah so it looks like you're pushing it but you're not really touching anything it's just your finger there breaking that beam and then the, the product comes out so i thought that was pretty cool now i just that wonder is pretty long cool before all those sensors get all gummed up or get all um nasty i mean not that they would be in a disney but uh you know how often they have to it don't it don't matter it don't no. matter it don't matter on that one because trust me yeah you even if you're a disney resort things get nasty just because that's the way things are yeah no it, exactly so or <laughs> how many people will sit there 
and they'll push their finger like to actually push it and go too far in and they'll get a little bit and then they'll you know break the laser and then push it too far in the laser comes back and it, yep you know pours a little bit and stops and they don't know how to do it even though there's a big sign right there in front of it's them. it's gonna be a show it's gonna be a show oh yeah always is this one is i don't even know how this happened but the a ferry boat was involved in a crash outside the magic kingdom and yeah. i did see they were investigating it because something didn't make sense about it or something yeah i guess it happened early in the morning well not early in the morning but at nine forty-one in the morning it said uh it was the general joe potter ferry boat at disney world it doesn't say you know it, it was currently unavailable for service and docked at the Magic Kingdom. There's no damages, unclear if there were any injuries or uh, what exactly the boat crashed into. So after the incident or, the, you know, they were done investigating that, they pulled it backstage um, and they brought, uh, well, actually, they didn't bring any other ones out. They had the other two that were going. So I, I saw it and I was like, oh, what? What the heck happened there? So. Who knows what happened? Maybe somebody was going, you know, a little too fast and hit it. And like, ooh, that it tripped a sensor. The airbag didn't go off. And yeah, so here we go. And we have two. <laughs> the monorail is down. Does it have anything to do with the crash? No, the crash was for the boat. Separate? Yeah. No, it so, says Epcot Monorail returns to service. Oh, I see that. Sorry. It returns to service, and then it's out of service two days after its return. Yeah. Now, I don't think people know, but um, with the monorail, I think it's similar to a lot of the rides. If something falls in the tracks, whether a bird brings something up there that's hard or whatnot, it actually damages all the tracks. So they legitimately can go all the way down and just destroy a bunch of stuff on it. And they have to repair all the track. And it's not easy. It's not just like a five second thing. It's going to take a while. So I'm assuming they freaking started it. And then it, they're like, whoops, we shouldn't have started it this, this, this soon. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear anything like that. It was just saying that, you know, it can't, cause that was the last model rail line to come, uh, come in service. So I know I think it's the last podcaster saying that ooh they're getting people back uh, doing it and then kind of seeing it running, um, but nobody on it. So then it returns and then two days later, it uh, you know it, it goes away. And I guess they didn't say you know any explanation that just oh it's down for the for the day, and that they put a sign out in front of the ramp where you walk up to it and there's a cast member there saying oh you know sorry this is isn't running today you know you um another mode of, of transportation so hopefully it's something not that big uh you know to it and maybe it's just since the epcot line hasn't been running maybe they have specific uh monorails i mean uh specific um lines for that as far mm -hmm. as just for that one and maybe it was working fine and then all of a sudden stopped for it from sitting for too long or or whatnot. So it, it stinks because that was the last one to come back into service and now it's out of service. Yep. So here we go. Good old Epcot in their um, constant battles with the monorail and the skyline. Um, yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World hours have extended all at all four parks throughout the summer, which was expected because more people are going. Um, Disney's Poly Polynesian Village Resort is now offering 
rentable seating area at the lava pool. Yeah, so that one was very interesting because I wonder if this is going to come. Well, obviously, they're trying it out because it's only, so they say this rentable seating area, it's only one area right now. It looks like it's got two lounging chairs um, and then two, you know, single person chairs and like a couch bench seat type deal mm-hmm. um, along with a, a table as well. But the interesting thing was, I'm like, oh, man, this is rentable that's gonna you know stink but it is 75 dollars, which isn't that bad considering the area will be reserved from 10 a.m to 7 p.m so, so you get a full day oh yeah so for 75 bucks you get it for what seven ten hours so that's pretty good you know a little over seven bucks an hour yeah and i mean that and that's yours you know you don't have to it's almost I guess it'd be similar to renting a, a cabana or whatnot. So, right. um, I mean, if you're doing a pool day, 75 bucks, there you go. So we'll see what happens. Um, we have the new contactless trash cans debut in World Showcase at Epcot. I feel like Epcot has kind of like, um, they kind of are innovative on a lot of stuff. So what they do is, they have things like this that they try out there. And then, I mean, we'll see what happens um, once the so, batteries go dead. Right. Do you know what the, the contactless trash can is? Just an automatic trash can, right? No. You know how they have the flaps in them? They took the flaps off. They took the flaps off. That's ridiculous. But, I mean, the opening isn't like, I mean, they didn't literally just take the flaps off and throw it out there. They did a nice opening or whatnot with it, but it says contactless. And I thought that's first thing I thought is, oh, cool. You put your hand there, you know, same thing like with the soda fountain. You put your hand there, it opens up, boom, there you go, put it in. Nope, basically all it is, it's got a fancy hole cut out in it and the flap is gone. So there hmm. you go, boom, your contactless trash can. All right. Uh, we have the President Biden animatronic and props added to the hall of presidents it's reopening in august official and yeah it's official so that's um that's that's not really news we expected that to come out yep and then it's still closed so you got to wait until august to um go there and um show your support to the uh newest president in the hall of presidents and then the last thing we have is central florida expressway authority votes to delay brightline orlando to tampa so, so this was the one that I didn't know that the the Disney then this is the one that has the Disney Springs stop on it coming out of the airport in Orlando because the original one runs down kind of the coastline to um, uh, I can't remember where it was going Miami Beach I don't know wherever down um, on the tip of Florida southern tip of Florida there um, but this one from Orlando to Tampa was a future expansion project and I know they've you know, we're trying to get it going and getting, you know, oh, Disney Springs is going to be a stop on it. Oh, that'd be cool. And so I guess now with there's a couple different routes that they were taking on it, like we've mentioned previously. So I don't know if they're still having problems with the, the routes or have picked a route and there was a lot of backlash on it. So basically they said, you know what, since you're in expansion on it, let's just, you know, delay it right now, get everything situated. Um, and then. Uh, you know, come come back to it. So, um, you know, with nice thing is with it being delayed, 
means that there's you know the possibility of it still happening it wasn't canceled right uh, which i think i mean you're gonna get a big i mean both of those stops are big i mean that means you don't have to rent a car or anything if you're coming out of orlando airport to the disneyland resort because it drops you off at disney springs or if you're going to tampa you just keep on going all all the way through and that gets you on the um west coast of florida so um it stinks that it's delayed but it means that it's still still in progress just will take a little bit longer to complete yeah so i mean hopefully it can because i know it'd be beneficial to everything over there Uh, i need to ask connor about it because connor would know more about it because he's in that area so i mean we'll see it will it will help but the vote it, it could it could be 10 years yeah and when you get your job over there working at the lake nona project um you know then i can come and see you and we could come we could go ride the train yeah yeah and the wife is sending me pictures of a kitty in our uh bar so yay um but that is it for us today uh thank you all for listening mr j always coming through is greatly appreciated um Make sure you follow us, like I said, linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcastgaming. Um, look for all of the stuff on there from the Twitch to the YouTube. I have a short part four to uh, review tonight. But thank you all so very much for listening. For the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>